0: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, <laughs> thank you Lord. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> will be all right. Woo! Come on, y'all. Good morning. Welcome to Copy and Conversations with LaKeisha. As you come in, just again to worship the Lord. Come on, y'all. To worship him just to get to thank him for something open your day with <laughs> over your day with gratitude Ooh. thank you father thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord, thank you, lord. <laughs> thank you, lord. oh, oh. everything Y'all, forgive me for a second. There we go.
1: Can y'all hear me fine
0: on Facebook? Thank you, Lord. Woo. This song is just when we we'll playing it all. Curry Christmas. Woo. Thank you, Lord. Woo. Yeah. Woo. Ooh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Vanessa, for thumbs up. Ooh, my God. The whole world's in his hands. Thanks, Cam. Hey, baby. Ooh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you 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 Oh, you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you Thank you, 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 thank you. Tell me something good he's done for you. Put it in the comments. Share the video. Talk about something good he's done for you lately. Oh, my God. Open your day with gratitude. Ooh, my God. My God. Tell me about how you've seen him. Ooh, in new ways. Experience him in new ways. Thank you, Father. I thank you. I bless you. I praise you. My God. My God, my God. Can I tell you what he's done for me? He's opened the eyes of my understanding to my daughtership or my sonship. Woo! My God. Like he's opened the eyes of my understanding to my daughtership. He's given me more revelation of who I'm called to be in Christ Jesus. My God, my God. Like he's, he's called me, he just keeps calling me into a deeper relationship with him. He keeps saying to me, that's not the volume of our relationship. That's not the volume of how I created you. This is not who this is not it. Like, yeah, Kidra, yeah, that's what he's been doing for me. Open my eyes for more. Like opening my eyes for more. He's not even, he's not even letting me stay um um complacent with just a common relationship with him. He just keeps saying to me, ah, it's more, it's more to me, daughter. It's more to me, daughter. It's more more to me, daughter. It's more, it's more to me, daughter. It's more, it's more to the relationship. It's more to who you are. It's it's more to who we are. Yes, Malisha, that his thoughts and his ways are so much higher. Oh my God. Like every time I spend time in his word, I keep figuring out his thoughts and his ways are so much higher so much higher like it's so much higher like it's so much higher it's so much higher it's so much greater Um, There's so much more that He wants me to experience. There's so much more that He wants me to see. There's so so much more in the relationship with Him. Like it's like there's a depth. He's like there's so much more of a depth to Him. See, I used to be just excited about His grace and mercy, which we should, because Lamentations three and twenty-three tells us He presents us with brand new brand new grace and brand new mercy daily right but then i began to recognize and realize that he wanted me to he didn't want me here just in survival mode he didn't want me just here in survival mode he didn't want me here just waiting to get to heaven he he wanted me to experience more of who he was and then when he began to reveal to me because at first i thought more of who he was was connected to blessings and to stuff right and then he began to reveal to me more of who he was has so much more come on holy spirit you wake this thing up you shake this thing up more of who he was has so much more to do with the genealogy of who i am through christ jesus oh my god can i say it again More of who I was had to do with the genealogy of who I was through Christ Jesus. More of who who I was had to do with my DNA in God. More of who I was had to do with my identity in Christ. Oh my God. And my identity in Christ goes greater than the capacity of what He could do for me. My identity in Christ goes greater than the capacity of any blessing that I could ever imagine. My identity in Christ brings me to a certain place in God. Ooh. And then when I found out I had the mind of Christ, ooh, my God, can I tell you what he began to show me to get rid of this stinking thinking? Come on, y'all. When I began to figure out that I had the mind of Christ, my God, my God, and that the transformation in the inside was greater than the transformation... to i was consistently constantly trying to add things to my value but what god was trying to get me to do was transform from the inside out my spirit come on now my spirit was seeking come on now oh come on now my god my god this my spirit was seeking for something greater oh my god my god my god God. psalms 42 and 7. Um, the psalmist David, deep call to the deep roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. This poetry, this poem spoken by David is an expression of the cry of the heart of God's people in a time of trouble. My God, there was something deeper that they know that they needed. They knew it was bigger than the volume of a rescue. Woo! So much, so much we spend time. Come on, Holy Spirit, speak this thing. So much we spend time in the rescue. We want, we looking for rescue messages. Ooh. We ain't looking for transformation messages, Julia. We want rescue messages. We want messages that preach our rescue. We want messages that preach our deliverance. But we, when we really need transformation, when we really need to be awakened to who we are in Christ Jesus, we've been looking for messages that preach our rescue. Ooh! my God. We want messages that preach our deliverance. Well, our deliverance has already come in Christ Jesus, right? But what God is looking for is to awaken us, especially for those of us that have already received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I'm not talking about those of us that have not received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, because on this devotional is the saved and the unsaved, right? But I'm talking about most of us want messages that preach our rescue. Most of us want r- 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 messages that preach deliverance. Oh, you're going to have a million dollars. Oh, you're going oh, to be blessed beyond measure. Oh, we want rescue type messages. Rescue messages that rescue us out of our certain circumstance or situation. But really what we need is an awakening so that we can begin to transform in the image of Christ. Woo! Come on now. My God, so we can understand that we are marked for our glory, so we can understand that our children are marked for our glory. This is deeper. This is, baby, this is beyond a rescue. Oh, my God, this is a transformation. This is beyond a rescue. This is a transformation. So, if there's something, if the psalmist David says the deep calling, we call him for deep, deep, right? Or the scripture says in Psalm. That the deer panted like a heart the deer like the deer panting after water, like the thirsty deer, then that's a transformation. <laughs> then that like that's a transformation. That's not a rescue. See, we just can't rescue me, Lord, save me, Lord. And it's like, no, where we're at in this season is beyond the it's beyond the rescue. It's beyond just the good hype message that tells you you favor, that tells you. It's beyond you got to have an awakening to you are in Christ Jesus. And that only comes, my God, my God, my God, that only comes from more knowledge. Ooh, my God. The, the, that only comes from more knowledge of who you are in Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians 2 and 10 says, But God has revealed, ooh, let me back it up to the ninth verse. This is spiritual wisdom. Rather, as it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no heart has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Your eyes have not seen, your ears have not heard this before. Ooh. Come on now. And every time you think you get to a certain place in him, I'm about to throw my coffee cup. Oh, I'm about to throw my coffee cup. And every time you get to, you think you get to a certain place for him, then the spirit searches for something deeper. That's why you'll never be satisfied by the things of this world. You'll, you're never going to be satisfied by the things of this world. You're never, You're. can I tell you something? You're never, I don't, I'm going, I'm, I'm going prophetically, coach you into the presence of the Lord this morning. I'm going to prophetically push you into the, you will never, I need you to hear me. You will never, you are never designed to be satisfied by this world. That includes people, that includes places, and that includes things. I'm going to say it one more time. You will never ever be satisfied by the things of this world. That includes people. People were never meant to satisfy you. People were never meant to fill you up. People will add to your value, but you will never be satisfied. You will never be fully satisfied by the relationship with your children. You're never going to be fully satisfied by the relationship with your kids. Because if you do, then there's another God looking to sustain you and fulfill you. You are never going to be satisfied by the all. I, you can travel a thousand times. You can travel a thousand times. You can go to a million places. You can go all over the seas. You can go all over the earth. You can do a thousand different things. You can be in. You are not going to be satisfied by travel. You might feel a little bit of. You might feel a little bit of elation. Those are fleshly things. And then you will never, you'll never, my God, you'll you'll never be satisfied by things. He tells us in the scripture, do not store up your treasures here on earth. That stuff is going to rot. That stuff is going to fade away. He tells us in the scripture, this is Jesus, don't focus on it. You're never meant to be satisfied. So your spirit will always search for something deeper. Your spirit is always gonna be searching for something deeper. Your spirit is always gonna be drawing you. Your spirit is always looking for the truth. Put that in my comments. Put that in my notes today. My spirit is looking for the truth. My spirit isn't looking for religion. My spirit isn't and so we do this now. Oh, you know, you know, I ain't got I ain't religious. I got a relationship with God. My spirit is looking for the truth. My spirit is seeking out truth. My spirit is longing for the truth. My mind—that's what God says here in First Corinthians two and ten. No eye has seen. Oh Lord, let the words of my mouth the meditation of my heart be acceptable in Your sight. He said, No eyes have seen, no ears have heard, no heart has imagined what God has prepared for those who love Him. My God, this is the 10th verse said, but God has revealed it to us by the Spirit. Oh, my God. He says, God has revealed it to us by the Spirit. It can only be revealed by the Spirit. What you looking for? The dissatisfaction you feel? How you come to a, a space and it seems like, well, I've done everything you told me, Lord. and Or I've done everything that I feel like I'm supposed to be doing in this season. And why does it feel like it's not enough? because the spirit is searching out. Ooh! The spirit is like, search- see, the assignment of the enemy is to seek and destroy everything in your life spiritually. That's why he comes against your marriage to make you think God is not working. That's why he disrupts the processes with your children to make you think God is not working. That's why he comes to confuse you in your purpose and your sexuality and everything to make you think that God is not working. That's why he offers alternatives my God, to living, to make you think that God is not working. But, what you, but, but how we've been gauging whether or not God has been working is through the flesh. Ooh, open the eyes of my understanding. That's why Paul, when we got to, come on now. My God. Yes, sir. That's why when Paul got to, uh, and I'm still going to teach you how to pray for the kids. I ain't forgot where we were. That's why when Paul got to Ephesians and he was talking to the church, see, you got to understand, Jesus came to set the record state. Jesus came to bridge the gap. Our bridges were burned through Adam and Eve. Ooh, come on now. Y'all, our bridges were burned through Adam and Eve. And since our bridges were burned through Adam and Eve, Jesus came to build the bridge to restore that was lost to bring us back into the full reality of who we are. Well, once we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, then we become full of the Holy Spirit. Once we get full of the Holy Spirit, right? The next part of the assignment, and it comes in layers, and it comes in shifts. You are not, if anybody tell you six weeks of it, I'm not gonna say this. If anybody tell you six weeks gonna have you there, baby, six weeks is not gonna have you there. It's just, it comes in layers. I was listening to something that Cindy Trim said the other day. She said, it takes seven years for a paradigm shift. And I was like, God, this is what you're showing. So this is why Paul said this. He says, this is why he began to pray. So after Jesus Christ, then we have Paul who reveals the mysteries of God. Oh, my God. Then Paul comes in to reveal the mysteries of who God is, these, these deep things. Paul reveals them through the word of God. This is why Paul said, this is why Paul, Paul said, let me read this. I'm going to read it in the message Bible. Oh, thank you, Lord. He says, it says, it is in Christ. This is First Corinth, First Ephesians, starting at about the 11th verse. It says, it is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he has his eye on us, had designs on us for glorious living Part of the overall purpose, he is working out everything and everyone. Say God is working out everything and everyone. This is why it's so important for me to focus on me with God. I, 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 Before you can really properly lead your children, before you can really properly lead others, this is why it's so important for me, right? Remember, we talked about this before, when you get on the airplane, They tell you to do what? Put your mask on first, right? Put your mask on first. Get your oxygen in first. It seems selfish, Um, it seems overwhelming, but you gotta put your mask on first. You got to know who you are first. Come on now. So that somebody else can live and eat the fruit off your tree. This is different than self-care. This ain't about self-care. This ain't about get your nails done. This ain't about you going to get a good meal. This ain't ain't about. This is so the resurrection power can be evidence of who you are in Christ Jesus. This is so the resurrection power can see. See, the resurrection power is like mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. It comes in and breathes life back in you to remind you of who you are in Christ Jesus. The resurrection power brings a shift the resurrection power brings healing. The resurrection power brings restoration. The resurrection power brings revelation. The resurrection power restores you to who you're supposed to be. It's going to work out in you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to work out your own salvation. So this is what Paul is saying. It says in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before We first heard of Christ and got our hopes up. He had his eye on this. Say, God's got his eye on me. Put that in your comments today. Put that in your notes today. God's got his eye on me. Say that. Say, God's got his eye on me. God never took his eye off you. God never took his eye off you. God's got his eye on me. You got to put that in your notes. You got to declare that. You got to get revelation of that. God's got his eye on me. So he says, He says, in Christ we find out, he says, living part of the overall, had designs on us for glorious living. Part of the overall purpose, he is working out in everything and everyone. If he is working it out in everything and everyone, then my only responsibility is to God. <laughs> my responsibility, my only responsibility is to my relationship with God because he got everybody else. He got, he got, he got everybody else. That's why Jesus was big in the word. And he says, "Cast your cares on me, because I care for you." That's why He said, "My yoke is easy, and my burden." Not. God's got His eyes on me. Well, if God's got His eyes on me, He's got His eyes on my neighbor. If God's got His eyes on me, He's got His eyes on my sons. If God's got His eyes on me, He's got His eyes on my spiritual daughter. So then, my goal is to keep my eyes on God. <laughs> See, I gotta keep my eyes on God. I gotta do a better job of keeping my eyes on God. Come on now. I gotta be a do a better job. I can't walk in faith and my eyes are off God. I can't walk in faith and my eyes on everybody else. I gotta keep my eyes, Lord have mercy. I'm gonna have to keep a job, keep a better job of keeping my eyes on God. So then it says, it's in it's in Christ that you once that that you once you heard the truth and believed it. Woo! Say I can't just hear it. I got to believe it. I can't just hear it. Well, how do I know I believe it, Lakeisha? Because I live it. Because I live it. If I believe it, I really live it. If I really, if I believe it, the, the, the truth is being... Come on, y'all. If I really believe it, then the truth is planted. If I really believe it, then the truth is evidence. See, we've been trying to deal with a generation, right, that they want to see the truth. They, they don't want to hear you preach God. They don't want to hear you talk about God and you don't live God. They don't want to see you act one way in one circumstance in one situation and then act another way. They're looking for the living truth. They're looking for you to be a living epistle. They And I'm talking about holiness. They're looking for the glory of the Lord on you. They're looking for, as Moses did when he came out of the mountain, for you to see re- he wasn't ashy. He wasn't ashy. He wasn't dusty. He wasn't listless. He wasn't dry. When uh, when Moses came out of the mountain, the glory of the Lord shined so heavy on them. He couldn't, they didn't even. They said, you're going to have to cover your face up, Moses. <laughs> they said, you're going to have to cover your face up if we going to hang out with you. The glory of the Lord and the presence of the Lord ought to be head so heavy on you that you don't even have to say a mumbling word that people in your presence, my God in your presence, like, wait a minute, this light that's shining on you, they blinded by the light, right? Psalms 1 says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, or standeth in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but his light is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night, and he shall be Like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also snot with it, and whatsoever he do shall prosper. Remember when Jesus went and cursed the fig tree because it wasn't producing? I'm going to say it again. Remember when Jesus went and cursed the fig tree because it wasn't producing? He said, you'll never produce again. He said, you'll never produce again because it wasn't producing what it was supposed to do. It wasn't wasn't being what it was supposed to be. Come on now. He called us to be what we're supposed to be. As a matter of fact, the scripture says we're supposed to be the salt and the light. Come on now. We're supposed to be the salt and the light. Come on, y'all. We're supposed to be the salt and the light of the earth. We're supposed to be... The, we're supposed to be the seasoning. We're supposed to be the light of the world. We're supposed to be the person that people transform, transformation, come encounter with our transformation and it changes our lives. So the Lord says, and you should be like a priest. When I'm planted, I bear fruit. When I'm planted, I bear fruit. We're trying to we're trying to tap into a generation of kids who looking for fruit. Woo! They want to smell your godliness. They want to see your godliness. To see your patience, they want to see your goodness, they want to see your self control, they want to see your joy, they want to see your kindness, they want to see they're looking for your fruit, <laughs> they want to see you live in the peace. My god, they're looking for you. We're looking for we're trying to raise kids up, and we haven't even we, we're not even bearing fruit, they want to be able to pick. A piece of fruit off your tree and eat it. When you plant it, you bear fruit. That's what he's sitting here saying. He says, it's, it, it's in Christ that you once have heard the truth and believed it. The message of your salvation. You found yourselves at home. Here's what, here's what, yes, Kim. They want to see you walking like you it. You're not just saying this to me, but this is how you live. You're telling me to love people, but you don't really love people. I'm catching you gossiping. I'm catching you talking about people. Come on now. You tell, you're telling me to be kind to you and be gentle to you, but you're not even sowing kindness. You're not even sowing gentleness. I saw you talk bad to the person in line at, at um Burger King because she had an attitude. Come on, y'all. I God so he says this he says "It's in Christ that you once you heard the truth and believe the message of your salvation find yourselves home free signed sealed and delivered by the Holy Spirit when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior you are signed sealed and free by the Holy Spirit you are signed sealed and sisters who are on here y'all better stop letting this the, the enemy lie to y'all and tell y'all that oh when you accept Jesus Christ when you do that Christian thing you're gonna be bound no I'm your living testimony when you I have lived in that world I have lived in darkness I've lived in drunk drunkenness I've lived in sexual I've lived in places in dark places that is a lie your freedom is in Christ Jesus the penalty and the wages of sin is death. This flesh is gonna die eventually. When I begin to drink of the living water, my God, I become alive. I become begin to see myself as God begin to see me. The enemy wants you to have a skewed perspective, making you think, making you think a life in Christ is bound. No, a life in Christ is free. He says, he says, once you find yourselves at home, free, signed, sealed, and delivered by the Holy Spirit, this down payment from God is the first installment on what's coming, a reminder that we'll get everything God has planned for us, a praising and glorious life. This is what Paul says. He says, that's why when I heard of the solid trust you have in the Master Jesus and your outpouring love to all the followers of Jesus, I couldn't stop thanking God for you. Every time I pray, this is the revelation. You got to get a revelation of what Paul said. He says, every time I pray, he said, he says, every time I pray, he said, I think of you and give thanks, but I do more than thank. Here's the asking. He says, I ask, oh Lord. He says, I ask that God, our master, Jesus Christ, the God of glory to make you intelligent. Not worldly intelligence. Not worldly intelligent. Can I tell you something? I have an uncle right now living in purpose who had no degree, was in a mail room working there for 15 years. He had an unction of the Holy Spirit that he was supposed to learn about technology and computers, right? He said, he picked up a book, he prayed in the book, and he asked the Holy Spirit, he says, Holy Spirit, teach me this. That's all he prayed. He went from working in the mailroom 11 years to traveling over this nation, fixing computers for Hassan He a hot commodity. Even when COVID happened, his business did not stop. Yep, he did some certifications and stuff later. But he started with a simple... And he prayed, he read the book, knowledge, and then started building computers. Never went to school. Never... The intelligence of the holy spirit goes beyond a classroom the intelligence of the holy spirit goes beyond what you knew. go back to what first corinthians said first and nine rather as it is written no eye has seen no ear has heard no heart has imagined what god has prepared for those who loved him no i said but god has revealed it to us by the spirit the spirit searches all things even the deep things of God. My God, somebody say I got to get deep with this. I got to get deep with the spirit of God. I got to get deep with the spirit of God. See, my flesh will limit me. Oh, come on now. My flesh will limit me. It said so. He said so. I couldn't stop thanking God for you. Every time I pray, he said, but I do more than thank God. I asked the God of our Master Jesus Christ, the God of glory, to make you intelligent and discerning and knowing him personally. personally, You got to become discerning and knowing him personally. To become discerning and knowing him personally, what I got to turn around and do is I got to filter out what's flesh and what's spirit. Come on y'all. I got to filter out what's flesh and what's spirit. Oh my God. Father God, I thank you for this message. I thank you Father God for this message this morning. First Corinthians, and this gonna take time because my, my however many years old you are, I'm gonna say this again. My uncle has said this a thousand times, however many years old you are that's what you got to turn around and do. You got to turn around and know that's the amount of layers on you. 1 Corinthians 2 14, the person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are only discerned through the spirit. This is not about a uh, this is not an emotional intelligence. This is a spiritual intelligence. You need a spiritual intelligence. Say, Lord, I need a spiritual intelligence. Oh, my God. So he says, he says, but I do more than thank God. He says, to make you intelligent, discerning and knowing him personally, your eyes focused and clear. Say, my eyes got to become focused and clear. See, some of us have had cataracts, which is which takes a surgical repair. Ooh. Come on down. let me talk to you a little bit about your eye. Some of us have had cataracts, which takes a sur- surgical, which takes a surgical repair. See, a cataract blocks your vision. A cataract is something where it goes deep. See, my son had cataract surgery when he was six. My oldest son did. We started, we started noticing that he was leaning. Oh, Holy Spirit, you can walk us through this thing. We started noticing that he was leaning to one side to see. Woo! And as he was leaning to one side to see, he failed a vision test. Well, once he failed the vision test, we took him to the eye doctor. As we took him to the eye doctor, the eye doctor revealed to us that there is something blocking his eyesight. He said, but in order for this to be dealt with, you're gonna have to take him to a specialist. Oh, come on now. He said, you're going to have to take him to a specialist. He said, y'all going to have to take him to someone to see who can do. This is deeper than me just going, doing the little large eye or the big E. I can see the big E. I can see the little E. I can read the line. This is deeper than that, right? This is deeper than just some corrective lenses. He said, there's something blocking his vision, right? There's something blocking his vision. And so at that time, we were moving to Michigan, and we went to the Kellogg Eye Center in Ann Arbor. Michigan and as we are at the Kellogg Eye Center, the my baby's sitting in there, the doctor's looking. He says he has a cataract. He said he was probably born with this cataract. Come on now. He said he was probably born with this cataract. He said, in order for him to his vision to be restored, Miss Miss Lakeisha, he said, we're gonna have to remove the cataract from his eye. that we can begin to restore his vision i just want to give it to you how god is showing it to me thank you holy spirit for this so they planned for the surgery somebody say it was a planned surgery oh come on now Come on now i hope you see the revelation in this somebody say it was a planned surgery so they planned for the surgery they planned for the surgery so as we begin to come in and they plan for the surgery the doctor explains something to me he says when we go in to repair this cataract right we're gonna have to put a special lens in his eye oh my god here we gotta put a corrective lens we're gonna have to put a correct Lens in his eye so that he can see again. They didn't even they didn't they didn't repair the lens. They had to put a whole corrective, brand new lens. He had to have a transplant. <laughs> he had to have a transplant so he could see. He had to be transplanted. You got to have a transplant so he can see. Well, after we got through with the surgery and they transplanted his eyes, the doctors did something very different for the first few days. He had a patch over his eye so that the eye could heal. And then after the patch was off of his eye, the eye could heal. The Lord told me something. He says, you're going to have to patch. The the doctor told me. He says, you're going to have to patch the other eye. The eye that sees with 20-20 vision so that the eye that is weak, The eye that that has not been properly developed learns to develop. He said, you're going to have to patch that eye so that this eye can get strong. Oh, my God. And it wasn't just that. He also... Even though the lens was prepared, he still had to have a corrective glass. So we had to patch the other eye so that the eye could get stern. Come on now. So here Paul is praying. He says, I'm praying to make you intelligent and discerning, to know him personally. Your eyes focus and clear so you can see exactly what God is calling you to do. Yep, y'all. He had to be retrained so that his eyes could be balanced out. We have to be retrained in the spirit. Can I tell you something else? The doctor told me he says, now let me tell you something. when he gets 18, he needs to have the surgery again. Ooh, come on y'all. he needs to have the surgery again because when he turns 18, he's gonna have, he's going to have outgrown the lens that we put in. Come on y'all, get revelation in this. He says he's going to have outgrown. He's going to have outgrown the lens that we put in. So when he gets 18, he needs to come back and have another surgery, right? He needs to come back in and have another surgery so that we can correct the vision even more so that he can see. Some of us have been walking around with cataracts. Some of us been walking around with spots on our eyes. Some of us may be blind. When God said he'll give sight to the blind, this is why Paul said, I'm praying, this is what I'm praying He said, you already accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior Now I'm asking the Lord to make you intelligent And discerning, to know Him personally Your eyes focused and clear So that you can see exactly What He is calling you to do Come on now, so you can grasp The immensity I gotta grasp the immensity Some of us have not even grasped We understand that He's calling us But we haven't grasped the immensity Come on y'all, of what He's calling us to do Say, I gotta grasp the immensity of what he's calling me to do. Let me divine immensity. Immensity means large size, scale, or extent of something. Let me go back to our regular description. Immensity means large size, scale, large size, scale of what he's called us to do. Let me go this back and back this back this up back to First Corinthians two and ten. This is how you know all the word flows together. It's says, "Rather as it is written." <laughs> I'm out. Don't know I'm out. No eye has seen. <laughs> you ain't seen this before. You ain't seen this before. No, you you do not know it all. This way you gotta stay sensitive to the spirit. He said, the immensity. Lord says it. he says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no heart has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. This is what he said. He says no. He says no. He says, but God has revealed it to us by the Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. Paul comes back and says, grasp the immensity of His glorious way of life. He has for His followers all the utter extravagance of His work in us who trust Him, endless energy and boundless strength. When God has called you to something, he's going to give you endless energy and boundless strength. When God has called you to parenting, he's going to give you endless energy and godless strength. When God has called you to marriage, he's going to give you endless energy and boundless strength. Now, before we left on Friday we started some scriptures that we're praying for our children. I think we need to pray them for ourselves as well. We talked about what God has wants, and we talked with God about what God doesn't want. And we talked about God wants holiness, right? What God does not want, He doesn't want our children to be evil and different towards God. He doesn't want us to be evil and evil, different towards God. So last week was God wants holiness. That's Romans 12, 1 and 9. This week, we're focusing on what God wants for us and for our children is love for others. Let me give you these few scriptures and we're going to get out of here. God wants us to have loves for others. He does not want us walking in hate. He does not want us walking in envy. He does not want us walking in malice. He does not want us walking in bitterness. And He does not want us walking in hostility. That is not the fruit of who we are as children of God. God wants us to walk in a love for others. Romans 12. 13. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Come on, y'all. We got to do this. We got to reset our factory. We got to pray this over our children, but we got to pray this for ourselves. Galatians 5:22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit, my God, is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness self-control, and against such things there's no law. That's the fruit of the Spirit. The Lord wants us walking in those things. The Lord wants us living in those things. That's how we create it. If we're going to grasp the, the immensity of the Lord, my God, that's how God created us. So this week we pray, or today we pray, we this week we pray for the love for others. God's desire for my child is for him, my child to love others. God does not want us to be in hatred, envy, malice, bitterness, hostility. He's opening up the eyes of our understanding so that we can walk into the fullness of who God called us to be in Christ Jesus. Is Vanessa Buckner on here? I know y'all are probably going to be like, we just did this, but I need to be obeyed. Is Vanessa Buckner still on here? Vanessa Buckner, if you are still on here and you have cash app, can you drop your cash app so that we can be a blessing to you today? If you are first time on the devotional, we are a community of believers. Vanessa, do you have cash app? Will you share your cash app? You have been illuminating since you have been on this devotional. We need to be a blessing to Vanessa Buckner. You are not required to participate in this if you do not want to um do you do you do not but i need to be a blessing we need to be a blessing to vanessa buckner today uh, occasionally the lord will lead me in a position and a place and a person will highlight and the lord will say y'all need to bless this person i don't know what vanessa stands in need of but we're going to be a blessing to vanessa dollar sign lady V. she dropped it joe did you see it dollar sign <laughs> lady V. Oh, um, we're going to be a blessing whatever the lord places on your heart to give to vanessa did you see it She's that drop it again, Vanessa. We're going to be a blessing to Vanessa today. I heard the Lord. Hey, Jacqueline, first time watcher, we welcome you. Welcome to our community of believers um, who are growing in grace in Jesus Christ. Occasionally the Lord will lead us to be a blessing to one of our sisters and brothers. So. We are going to uh, be a blessing today to Vanessa Buckner. Vanessa's dropping her cash. After you have cash, F, sow a seed into Vanessa. It goes directly to her. It's not coming to me. Sow a seed into Vanessa, and we'll do the same. What a word today. Father God, there it is. Dollar sign, Lady V, 1957. Dollar sign, Lady V, 1957. Father God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for transforming us to, into the image of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Two things. If the Lord places on your heart to Partner to give to this ministry Whoa. Go, huh? You see it? Go over to the website LakeishaMJohnson.com You don't see it? She dropped it again Go over to the website LakeishaMJohnson.com You can give there You can cash app us Dollar sign I see it, I got it I got a Okay, he's pinned it Dollar sign, Lady 1957 is her cash app Whatever the Lord tells you to impart in someone Vanessa's life Please sow it into Vanessa's life. Just obey the Lord. If the Lord places on your heart to partner to give to this ministry, go to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, and you can give there. And you can cash app us also, dollar sign L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. And you can also find out all the ways of what we do with your money. We partner and get resources into the community. We have Feed the Streets. You know, all of that. You can find all of that on the website. We are 501c3 if you are new and you're trying to figure out. Or even if the Lord has been placing on your heart to partner, to give, and you like, okay, I want to know where the money goes. It's on the website. Administrative costs, all those things, we pour right back into our community. Um, So do that. Speaking of, Feed the Streets, November the 20th will be November the 20th. We're back in Pine Bluff. We're going to give away 40 food baskets for Thanksgiving, turkey dressing, turkey cornmeal. Those type of things are going in the box. If you want to be a part of that or you want to give, get connected to that. This Saturday, I'm preaching in Magnolia. <laughs> Let me say it again. This Saturday, I'm preaching in Magnolia. This will be the first time outside of my own Pillow talk. This will be the first time outside of my own pillow talk that I will be preaching live at somebody else's church. I'm gonna be at Unity Church. We'll be preaching, I'll be preaching there. Um so make sure we get make 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 sure we get there. Come on now. Welcome to our community. So we got Feed the Streets November 20th. We have Flint Global. We have Drew Projects. We have so many organizations that we support. So I'm preaching in Magnolia Saturday morning. Also, December the is it 10th or 11th? Joe, help mama The 11th, we have our own pillow talk. This is the last pillow talk of the year. If you are not registered for pillow talk but yeah, feed the, feed the streets is such a blessing. We give out a thousand meals, we give out meals, so we'll do 500 meal kits. And then December, we got a family that we're sponsoring for Christmas. I'm giving y'all all the information. That's the end of the information. Here's the last most important thing if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I need you to do this. I need this to be the day so that the Holy Spirit can come alive in you and lead you into who you are in Jesus Christ. Repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a Savior. I'm asking you to come into my life to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. So, um, back to Feed the Streets. I think Meredith said, I think I did, we, 40 turkeys. There's a list already created for what we need for Feed the Streets. Um, We've already got several of the things we're partnering with Candy Christian Center. We're going to do 500 meal kits, all our regular stuff. I love you. God love you. I know, Sharice, it's okay. You're going to be able to serve with us and be in other places. Don't you worry, woman of God. You're going to be able to serve and be with us in in other places. I promise you are. We are going to make global impact from the world. Lord, I love you. I love you. I love you. My God, may God shine his face. Face on you today, may you see the hand of God like never before. Oh, thank you, Vanessa. Thank you, Vanessa. Beg my confession. Thank you, Lord. Let's get our confession. I got so excited by the word today. I almost forgot our confession. Let's get our confession in today. Right, this is our confession. We've been confessing. We confessed for 30 days. We got a new confession in the name of Jesus, on the righteousness of God. Therefore, I am entitled to covenant kindness and covenant favor. The favor of God is among the righteous. The favor of God surrounds the righteous. Therefore, it surrounds me everywhere I go and everything I do. I expect the favor of God to be in full manifestation in my life. Never again will I be without the favor of God. It rests richly upon me. It profusely abounds in me. I'm a part of a generation that is experiencing God's favor immeasurably, limitlessly, and surpassingly. Therefore, favor produces supernatural increase, promotion, restoration, um, honor, increased assets, greater victories, recognition, prominence preferential treatment petitions granted policies and rules change and battles won which i do not have to fight the favor of god is on me goes before me therefore my life will be the same this is the time of god's favor in my life that is the favor of god in jesus name amen i need you all to do me a favor I'm joe i almost forgot i need you to do me a favor i need you to do me a favor listen if you are not subscribed to the youtube channel It's important. I need you to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Then I need you to do me one favor. I need you to invite if everybody on here will invite one, two people in. Josiah said two people in. If everybody on here will invite two people to subscribe to the YouTube channel, it's gonna do something for us and elevate us in technology. I need you to send the link, I need you to send it over, and I need you to say. I need you to say this. This is what I said. Oh, thank you for this. Tammy said something so powerful. She said, your seed has a loud sound in this ministry and you have a part in everything the ministry does. So when you sow into the ministry, give, tie, offering, whatever, your seed makes a loud, loud sign. Tammy is one of our faithful partners. She said, and and you have a part in everything the ministry does. Tammy, Tammy, I'm going to take that and keep that. (laughs) Thank you for that. So I need you to get one person, I need you to get two people to sign up and go and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We need a thousand people on YouTube. It's not for likes. It has a lot to do with technology. If we can get a thousand people on YouTube, I can run a different technology and the clarity on the YouTube channel will go up. I love to do things in excellence. So do me a favor text two people say do me a favor i promise you they're not gonna spam you go subscribe to this youtube channel today turn your notifications on and you get two people jojo just dropped the link for the youtube that you can copy and paste and send to your people and tell them to subscribe huh huh Oh, oh we going live Saturday in the Ladies Bible Study Group. We may do it from the main page. We're going to do the message Saturday live, ladies. So if you are not in the state, we'll go live. I'm going to say tune in about 12 o'clock because we're going to eat first. But we're going to go live on Saturday at 12. So you do not have to miss, miss the message. They gave us permission at Unity to go live. So I'm grateful for that. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. And God loves you so much more. I see you back in the morning, live at five. Love, peace, and blessings. Ooh, thank you, Lord God. Thank you for JoJo. Ooh, thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.